Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another combo for another day. This conversation, I'm actually somewhat more excited than the others to have, other than the uh, student debt one. That one was, I was real passionate about that one. But um, this one in particular, this is something that I've been saying since I entered corporate America. And that is that there is a difference between being a manager and being a leader, right? And I've always said it, but I never truly or actually knew what it meant because all I ever did, well, I rather, I've, I've never been in a managerial position. I've been in, in leadership positions um, in terms of like, team leader or whatever like somebody that um other people would would look towards for for guidance or being a leader right i never was actually put in a position or been at a position long enough or to whoever the higher-ups was performed well enough to be considered for a managerial position and it was about damn time because i just started managerial training and I'm only two days in we basically do like two trainings a week all um, via remote or whatnot and I'm about two two days of training in and already I mean just from the first day of training when it was like the introduction like welcome to managerial training and they kind of went over like the blueprint and all that and I'll, I'll get more into it in, in a little bit but yeah <sighs> All the all that shit that I used to talk, it's it's true. Um, kind of an insight, obviously. Once again, I, I don't know until I'm actually at the top, but just from my insight, where I'm at, and and you know, towards what I'm looking. Corporate America is exactly the same, especially these these old timer companies, right? So, I say all that to say that there is a difference between being a manager and a leader. If you think that they can both that they're both I mean yeah you can be a leader and be a manager for sure are you going to be a successful manager I don't know right and even though it can it can be a title as a manager right like you can be the head coach of a baseball team and that's the team manager but when you're in that locker room like it's you need a leader so when I say like manager I'm meaning like somebody who micromanage dictates day-to-day who you answer to kind of more like in the the corporate realm of it all and I remember the I'm talking about like it was so long ago so last week I started managerial training and the first day of training they told us you know at the end of this training you're going to give a presentation uh speaking about everything that you learned through all these presentations through all these uh PowerPoint slides that we're going to go through twice a week, every week for like three months. And we don't want you to reinvent the wheel. We just, and you know, I'm, I'm using my own words here, you know, the reinvent wheel, they actually said, but using my own words, we don't, we, we just want somebody who can regurgitate, who can just repeat what we put down, somebody who can follow what we put down and, and do all of that. And off rip, I was just like, damn, so you're training future managers for your company, yet you don't want no new ideas. You don't want anybody to reinvent the wheel. You want everybody to just stick exactly to the mold that you have created. 
nobody can color outside the lines and, and all that other stuff. And then the uh, the person who was doing the training said after, he's like, you know, there'll, there'll be a time and a place where, you know, you can give us your opinion and all this other stuff. I'm like, yeah, I, if you don't want our opinion now, like, why would you want it later on? By that time, you know, for those who actually make it, they're already diluted. They're already brainwashed in the corporate way. So you're in a system for so long that there there's nothing else bright. You're you're trying to fit a mold for so long that all that creativity, all that rawness, that newness, that goes out the window. I'm I've always been a proponent that the best judgment of how you're functioning as a business, as a corporation, at whatever, is to actually take the opinion of somebody who just started, right? That That's the opinion of somebody that matters. That's that's where you actually test to see what culture you have, what you have set forth, are all the practices that you're preaching, like are they actually coming to fruition? Is it all just talk? Like what is it for face value? Somebody who's been, who's just brand new, that doesn't know his you know that, that that basically doesn't know anything i was trying to use some sort of analogy but it doesn't know anything their brand spanking you you know that's the person you want to ask how is how is the job what do you think you you need to be successful what have you been given what are you missing you've been one month on the job like is it what will we advertise and all this other stuff but it's not like that it's, you know, just stay quiet and just stay on your P's and Q's, follow direction, and then you'll slowly come up, right? You they don't they don't want you, like the guy like the person said, they don't want you to reinvent the wheel. They've already created the wheel. The wheel is successful. It's making a lot of money. It got sold once and they're trying to work to make it sell again. So why change something if it's not broken from their standpoint? They're not they have an old school mentality. They're not with the innovation or something new or it can be better right it's just it's good enough it was good enough before it's good enough now we're going to keep it moving yet the turnover is high yet the things that are going on can be easily fixed and managed meanwhile there's a lot of quote-unquote corruption a lot of quote-unquote like things just slipping and falling through the cracks that if you were to ask somebody who is somewhat new and actually knows what they're saying just like hey like ask for their opinion you can fix a lot of the things and that would go up the chain of command and you know just talking shit but instead of selling it for two billion you can probably sell it for four billion three billion you know you you make a profit it's like if if you build the house right and the house is totally functional you know the the pipes are good the uh the walls are good the floors are everything's good right and you sell it as is, and I mean you're you're in the house for a while, and, and you sell it as is. You'll probably make back your ROI, exactly. But you have to actually invest in the house. You actually have to upgrade some things to to bring more value to the house. That way, that when the next person comes in, you can get more money. And that's what I feel like a business should be. It shouldn't stay stagnant, and. When I say that, that it goes, and that's what I feel like every corporation is. That's what every business is like. They are just pumping managers out that will follow the the word of the higher-ups and doesn't ask any questions and just keep it moving and do all this other stuff. Matter of fact, that's how the whole workforce is. 
right? They, they don't want leaders. What they're trying to do is, is they're trying to exterminate leaders. They don't want somebody who has their own voice, who has their own ideas, who can actually make a difference, whether it be a small one or a big one. They, they don't want change. They don't want something new. They don't want something different. They want the same old. And that's the biggest thing, right? So that, that first conversation that they said that, that they don't want you or they don't want us to reinvent the wheel. Right away it hit me and I was just like, Yeah, I'm not I'm not meant to be a manager, right? Like, sure I'm 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 meant to manage or to lead or whatnot, but to be a manager by the, the by my definition of it, nah, that's not for me. Right? And then we go into the second meeting and one of the things that were said is we're managing numbers, not personality. And I start thinking to myself, you have to manage the personality to be able to produce the numbers. So what does that tell me? As soon as we walk into the door, if that's what they're telling us, right? Day two, if that's what they're telling us is to manage the numbers, not the personality. That means as soon as I walk through the door, right? Your first day on the job, as soon as you walk in through the door, you're a number. What are you producing? What are you making? You're a number. There, it, There's nothing that, there's no personality on that. And that's the, you know, cutthroat way of the business. And it's sunk in for everywhere else. It's just, it's about the numbers. Am I, and, and this goes kind of to what I, I wanted to talk about in terms of why I never got into a position to become a manager. Because I've tried. And that's when it hit me that it's just, if it's if you're managing numbers and not personality. If somebody, and Daniela has said this in the past, if somebody is producing at a certain level, right, and they're creating this revenue and, and they're making this wheel turn for your whatnot. Would it be a benefit to you to move them on up and then they have less kind of control or like they whatever they're doing great, they're no longer doing as much because now they have more on the, or they have different things on their plate or whatnot. Not like if this person is producing for you, if this person is knocking out like 10 jobs a day everybody else is is knocking out like five or six why are you going to move that person up and then that brings production for your whole company down now this person's doing good at where they're at so let's keep that person there and let's pay them a little bit more money let's give them a little bit more special treatment or whatnot let's let them allow them to have hope of you know poly getting a promotion or one and i'm speaking from personal experience and and that's what i feel like it is so when I come and I'm actually in this position that is just like that they're managing numbers and not personality. And I know that you can switch it and be like, you know, it is a business and you have to get numbers and do all of that other stuff. It just it, it goes into my thought that this is how it is everywhere. We're all numbers. I found out the other day that um, the IRS has an equation that they already know from personal from from your um family tree what how long you're slated to live they have an equation that they already know when you're gonna die by what age and they also know based off your your prior work history and your family's work history how much you're gonna make right they already know that from basically the time that you're born and you're already a number you're, you're already needing to produce that they, they already have an idea of what you are to become. And that's just in the society in general. They already know 
And that's the same mindset that these corporations have. They they know you come in and it's you're a number. You're not a person. And it doesn't matter how high you go. And that's time and time again. I could watch it in movies and TV shows. I can talk to actual people. You get to a certain point that you look back and it's just like, damn, what did I waste all this time for? What did I do all of this for? What did this get me? It just got me more work, more stress, less time with my family, less time off, less time to enjoy life. For what? You're just feeding this machine. You're feeding this machine. Turnover doesn't matter. You leave, they'll get two more people to take your place. You're a number. You're you're replaceable. That's how they say it. Like you're, you're, everybody's replaceable. That's why one of the biggest things that I said now is like, yo, like take personal days off. Take mental days off. You get sick days for a reason. Take it a step further, you know, like be a leader. Don't be managed, you know, like obviously stay within the lines and, and stay within the means. But they're trying to breed another machine that will follow the the new world order in a way. They're brainwashing people. They're they're doing all this other stuff to to make more followers. They're not making more leaders. They, they want to make more managers who are going to micromanage everybody else to fall in line. So the actual leaders of the world can just take over. And that's what it is. There is a difference between being a manager and a leader. Be a leader, right? Stand on the forefront. You know, speak your mind. Say what's on your mind respectfully, of course. You know, like ed- like an educated opinion, of course. Like, make know your value. Set forth your value, you know. Like, make that shit known. It's unfortunate, like, know that there's people who will never get to this type of position just because either one, they're producing at a certain role, or two, they're never going to produce. They can never kind of fall in line to have that discipline or whatnot. Personally, I'm saying all of this, right? And this is how fucked up the world is. And this is how fucked up shit is in general. I'm saying all of this, but I'm still going to be going through the manager's training. I'm going to, to Italy, and I got to do manager's training while I'm in Italy. Why? Why are you doing that, Daniel? Why? Because it's not about me. That's the fucked up thing is I have to do this for my family. I got to do this to, to make sure that I put, that my resume looks better, that I have more experience, that I'm putting myself in a better position to become more successful, to be able to make more money, to be able to stress less and do all this other stuff. But... The difference, though, from, and maybe this is myself, like, you know, trying to make myself feel a little better, but the difference between how I'm approaching this and how everybody else is probably or, you know, for the most part, kind of religiously followed, is I'm still going to stay a leader within. I'm going to, you know, play the game to become a manager, but the thing that actually drives people, like, people look towards leaders, when shit hits the fan, they don't look for a manager. Now they look for a leader who's gonna take charge, who's gonna, who's gonna change, who's gonna make a difference, who's actually gonna, who understands how to talk to me, who understands me, how to, how to push the right buttons to be able to, be more successful. You don't remember the managers that you've had in your life. You remember the leaders that have changed you, the leaders that have drive that that have driven you, the the leaders that have left a mark in your life, right? We still think back and what do we always talk about? We always talk about MLK. We always talk about Malcolm X. We talk about all these leaders. 
None of these motherfuckers were managers. They were all leaders. We're still talking about them to this day. Kobe Bryant, still talking about them uh, to this day. You know, like the list goes on and on. And it's proven over and over again. You can't tell me who the manager of Amazon is, right? Or who the manager is at your local IHOP. Or who the manager is at your local grocery store. Because none of that shit matters, right? Who's the leader? Who's making a difference? Who's actually trying to shift the culture? Who's actually trying to, to make a mark in this world? And it doesn't even have to be that big. It can just be in your community. It can just be in your household. That's what I'm trying to do, right? Like, I'm, I have no ego, right? And I say that to say, like, yes, I, I want the world for myself and for my family. But I'm also realistic in a way to know that that's probably not going to happen because it's not in the cards. That's very unlikely. So what I'm shooting for and what I'm gunning for is to be a leader of my household, to be a leader of my family. Right. Like I, I want my family members to look at me and be like, that's a leader like that's regardless of how I did it, like whether I made mistakes, whether I was successful, whether nonetheless, like I want to be looked at as like that's a leader, like that's that's a role model through the ups and downs of life, through the good times, through the hard times of life. He still pushed through. He still made it. He still did whatever it is that he wanted to do. He lived life on his own beat. He didn't follow what anybody else said. He he lived and he accomplished life the way that he wanted to. He he lived his best life, right? I'm leading my life. I, I want to lead my kids' life. I, I want to show them that there's more than just being a sheep. There's more than falling in line. Like, there, like there's ways that you can free your mind, free your soul, be a leader, make a change, make a difference. How am I doing that? I'm doing that by by having this podcast. I'm doing that by fixing the and, and amending the relationships that I have with my family and my siblings. I'm doing that with becoming a better husband, with becoming a better, uh, hopefully, you know, learning whatever I have to do to, to hopefully be God willing, be a better father. Being a better brother, being being a better son, being a better nephew like that. That's how I'm leading. That's how I'm becoming a leader. Like I, I have to being and it kind of is bestowed on me being the oldest in the family like I have to pave the way for this generation that's coming up my parents did it but my parents are like 20 30 years back right my my aunts and uncles like 20 30 years back between that this is a new age this is a new generation this is a, a new life that we're all trying to maneuver and and figure out how to make it in that's me like I am the sheep like I'm the one that has to take all the hits I'm the one at least this is my mentality like I have to be the one that fucks up that maybe says a little bit too much that probably does a little bit too much just so whenever that shit hits me and somebody else that's coming up behind me my brother my sister my cousins whatever like it's it's a little less of a hit I took the major hit you know I don't know if if that makes sense, but but that's kind of how like I approach things. I live my life. I live life how I want to live it the way that I think that it was intended. It might not be for everybody, but my life isn't everybody else's life. My life is my life. My life be like ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh. but yeah. So 
I, I try to live my life unforgiving. You're going to make mistakes. You can't go back. You can't go forward. You can only focus on right now. All right. Sometimes you're lazy. Sometimes you're inspired. Sometimes you fuck up. Sometimes you do right. Keep pushing. Notice whenever you do right. Notice whenever you do good. Be better. Either or. Be better. That's what a leader is. That's what a role model is. Take all the hits. Make it easier for the generation behind you. Try to pave a way so it's a little easier. Right? I'm doing whatever I have to do to take the step above my parents. Daniela's doing whatever she has to do to take that step above our, our her parents. To then set up our children to then take the next step. And then our children's children to take the next step after that if the world's still around by that time. But um, that's another conversation for another day. But um, yeah, just all in all, man, like there is a difference between a manager and a leader. And if you don't think that or if you do agree, either or, let me know. Let's have this convo. Instagram, all about perspective podcast. Just plugging away. Just plug, 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 trying to get them follows. But uh, yeah, this is uh, Danny signing off. Thank you all for tuning in to another convo for another day. Let me know in the DMs. Is there a difference between a manager and a leader? If there's not, we chilling, baby. If there is, then tell me. I mean, I'm sorry. If there's not a difference, then tell me what it is. If there is a difference, then we're on the same page. That sounds better. <laughs> but all right, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Tune in to the next one, boy. It's your, it's your boy Danny signing off. Much love. Peace.